how do you have an actual true impact in the world with your messaging, your offer, your business? And what does impact actually mean? Find out on today's episode of the Knowledge Boner Experience. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Knowledge Boner Experience. I'm super pumped and energetic and excited for today's episode, mainly because I had a whole week of being sick. So it feels good to actually, <laughs> we were actually supposed to record last week and we couldn't um, because I, I felt absolutely horrible. And uh, so I'm, I'm glad to be back. And of course, I am here with my co-hosts, Wally and Fung. What's up, guys? How you guys been? What's up, dude? Doing well, doing well. Can't complain. Um, I'm doing really good. I'm glad you're doing well. <laughs> yeah. Me too. It was, it was rough. Um, but yeah, impact. So it, it's, <clears throat> it's really interesting is uh, once I started feeling better, I, um, I, I don't like doing nothing for like a long period of time. Like just being sick and being in bed is, you know, super boring. I know a lot of people like to just be like, oh, I want to do nothing. I want to rest. And yeah, I can chill on my phone. I can watch movies. That's cool. I have like maybe a two day limit of stuff like that. And then like, I want to get back to work, whether that's recording content, doing sales calls, doing something for the business. You just get so used to the habits of work. Um, <clears throat> and I ended up uh, opening up my calendar and taking a call and I still felt bad. But I was like, I was like, screw it. I'm, I'm, my headspace is there. And that's where this kind of topic came up. And I was on with this, this, this amazing lady who uh, does like coaching and I think spirituality uh, coaching. And uh, by the end of the conversation, you know, one of the things I talk about definitely like on my YouTube channel is, um, you know, this whole concept of identity, right? And all three of us mentioned identity all the time as well, but your character traits and the beliefs and everything that you hold on to. And towards the end of the call, she was holding on to this one belief of like wanting to have impact, but also serve people who actually need it, right? We all have this, um, as human beings, we all want to go and help others, right? Of course, that's why we're in business and entrepreneurship. You want to help, you know, the little guys, the people who need you the most, right? People who, you know, struggle with like mindset issues or people who are like in poverty. You want to go after and help those individuals and having that big impact on the world. And uh, I thought it'd be an interesting topic because, the belief that she had was, you know what, I don't, I don't want to charge high ticket. I don't want to increase my prices. I don't want to do all these things because um, I've been, you know, I've been, all these people have been reaching out to me and I've been, I've been really trying to help them and I've been doing all this and this for free. And so I realized the, the belief that she was holding on to was that if I'm going to go and have an impact, I need to help the little guys, right? Not charge high ticket, not, you know, not really so much profitability. And, and we think and feel as human beings that we're being ethical, that we're doing what's right for those people. And then um, that's when I came to conclusion. I was like, oh my gosh, she has the whole, it's kind of like this, this um, conundrum of, of impact where we, we have it opposite, right? We think that, and maybe it's guilty, guilt, right? I, I don't know. I think if some people feel like if they go and they want to work and help only focus on successful people as their audience and charge more money, then they feel guilty because they're leaving the other people out. And then I brought up uh, Kevin Hart and I told him like, you know, your, your, your mission, your vision is exactly like what Kevin Hart wants to do, financial literacy for people who are in poverty and helping educate them and get them up. And she goes, you know, you're the second person who's told me that. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, yeah, but can I show you like the one biggest difference between you and Kevin Hart? Like if, if it's okay with you, I believe you're holding on to that separates him from you. And she's like, yeah, absolutely. I told her, I'm like, the difference is, and, and I've actually heard Kevin Hart talk about this before was that um, Kevin Hart wouldn't be able to have the impact he has now on and, and helping people in poverty and financial literacy. If 
he didn't focus on making an absolute shit ton of money. If he didn't focus on becoming the brand Kevin Hart to where people would even listen and, and take what he, what he says, right? He, he didn't go after people in poverty and uh, people in these cities and African-American community to educate them first, right? He focused on himself. Yep. And then has all the money in the world. And an analogy I like to use and tell people is that like, you know, as a human being, you all, you both know this. If you're a shitty person and you make a shit ton of money, what's going to happen, right? It's just going to amplify you being a shitty person, right? But if you're an absolute, if you're a good human being and you know, you want to have an impact in the world and you had all the money in the world, everyone knows that what would you do? You'd probably do good with the, wor- with the money in the world. So if your actual goal is to make an impact, then why in the world would you not want to go make as much money as humanly possible to go and have an impact? Because it matters. You have to have it. So I thought it was an interesting topic, and I would like your guys' take on, on the subject as well uh, for those in the audience um, and for those who may be thinking that, okay, well, uh, I am motivated by impact. I do want to help people, but maybe they're also holding on to the same beliefs of like, well, but – I don't, I don't want to make, I'm not trying to make all this money. I don't want to be viewed as a wealthy person. Right. Cause they kind of have that, that guilt that that's them. And, and, and so we can kind of break those, those shackles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually I'll go first. Actually, I was talking to, to a buddy of mine uh, here in St. Petersburg, very, very similar situation where <clears throat> in his business right now, in terms of how he's gotten his name and how he's built his brand and reputation and things like that. Uh, it's been serving kind of the little guy, right? You know, pe- people that don't maybe not necessarily could afford his services and that kind of thing. I, I will put context to the situation more by saying it's a men's organization here in St. Pete, right? So, so the, so, so his current customer base is that, is the, is the guy, the little guy, they can't afford much, you know, they're kind of tough on life and different things like that. And he himself is battling with this exact thing, right? You know, he is trying to serve more trying to serve higher ticket clients, trying to provide better experiences and increase his prices and different things like that. And he's experiencing some friction, right? You know, these, these old cut or the people that brought him up or the people that are part of his brand right now, um, they were a good, you know, good, a good growing piece of him in terms of how, how he created what he is right now. And so as he's making that transition, it is an identity problem, hundred percent, right? It's, 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 Hey, you know, you know, I built my purpose and passion and I was serving these people and, and the thing is, is that, is that you get stuck in this perpetual, like starving artist situation, right? Like you, you don't make quite enough money. Like you can, you can make some money sometimes, right? But you don't make quite enough money that, that you cover all your bills and that you're comfortable and you can do all the things you want. It's more like, it, you almost feel like you're, like you're bleeding yourself to then, you know, execute on your passion, if that makes sense. Um, and, and so this is a great, huge problem, 100%. And it's something that, that in order for you to overcome, I think, I think the first thing is that, is that you have to realize that money is not evil. Uh, I feel like everybody kind of has that core belief that deep down, if that makes sense. Were, were you kind of, were you kind of taught that Dylan, you know, like money is evil, but people that have money are evil. If you have a lot of money or you make a lot of money, you're not a good person. So right? I wasn't taught that growing up, but I see it a lot from people. Right. That that think that way where, where, you know, you see this all the bad. You can literally go to any social media post that talks about like money, wealth, fame or, you know, people like Elon Musk or billionaires. And then you can just go and read the comments and see people, you know, they say the same things. Oh, man, how many how many mouths could have been fed with that money? And, you know, all they care about is greed and blah, 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 blah. Right. You know, even though behind the scenes, wealthy people are still <clears throat> you one investment or one, you know, one good thing within seconds are having way more of an impact than you feeding the hungry 
with the. Right. Just- I mean, well, let, let's let's take Elon Musk, right? Like, what do you think yeah. Elon Musk writes off in taxes every year? You know, oh. let, let's say oh. let's say that a one percent of that write off because he needed to got donated to a nonprofit that that was feeding the hungry. Like, they would probably get like ten million dollars. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that. Like that. Contextually speaking, people don't realize about that in terms of like the economical, like impact you can bring as somebody that generates money or is a producer right mm-hmm. um that is your economic value people kind of have it twisted where it's like where it's like oh well if you make a lot of money then you know you're evil it's like well all the people that have money fund the things that you think are awesome right you have mm-hmm. a nonprofit organization that you want to grow and you want it to change the world you want it to build, build all these beautiful things right well like who's going to donate money to that nonprofit, right it's not going to be, and, and in order for you to run that nonprofit, I'll tell you that it's not cheap, right? Yeah. You're going to have to pay people, pay employees, pay contractors and all things like that. And it's, and it's not going to be your entity that is going to be the one that funding that it's going to be someone else that, you know, put the time, the effort and everything to kind of build money. And, and so that you could do that, if that makes sense. Well, I think, I think a lot of one side of the coin that a lot of people don't realize also with like how much money they actually need. Um, cause this was an example I, I also told her, cause she said one key thing. She says, you know, she wants to go after this audience and she knows people need her, but she said, they just need to be educated on this, this, and this. And that's when I pause and I, and I go, I'm like, have you ever, have you ever seen the show shark tank? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, you know how, like when people come in, they have an amazing product, they have a great idea. Hell, they even, they even have proof of concept. They have a lot of money, right? They, they like it's proven and, and it's great business model and they love the company. But what happens at the end is. In order for them to sell that one product or for them to sell that one service, the sharks realize that the audience has to be educated on this, this, and this in order for the product to serve them. And so at the end, they go, hey, I love what you have going on, but it's at a very expensive game educating the marketplace on something, and you're not doing it with my money because I know how expensive it is, right? They're like, so I'm out. And I'm like, they're not wrong, just so you know. like. And because of her word, I was like, your exact words were, well, I, you know, they just have to be educated on this, this, and this, and I now can go and serve them. I'm like, how do you think you're going to get that message out and the branding and actually go and educate them without capital? A lot of capital was required to do so. So you I'm not. Ad. Yeah, you yeah. need money to yeah. push ads, right? Like I think 100%. at the peak of, of when I was running, you know, with JC's company, we were spending like 55,000 in ads. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, and that's like, you know. <laughs> What is that? 55. How much is that per day? Like over like almost two grand a day. You know what I mean? Like that, like people, you need money to push it. You know what I mean? But, like, but, but even that in the grand scheme of things from like actual like companies and corporations out there that are like spending like really big budgets, like that's a sliver of like what people will spend. You know what I mean? Like that's a big number, obviously. Yeah. For people like at our level, but just so people are listening, like that's nothing. Like there are people are spending significantly more out there in terms of like branding and awareness. Like think about like the Coca-Cola commercials, no call to action, whatever. You guys ever see like, sometimes you'll see like the Coca-Cola commercial and it's just like, it's super weird. makes no sense. And you're just like, why do they spend money on this? Like there's no, it's just no meaning just yeah. because they can just to, just, just, just to get in your head of like, Hey, maybe they'll see it and they'll crave a Coke. Right. Like, like think about that Drop in like millions or hundreds of millions of dollars just on like some, just, just to get the image in their head. Like it, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. And, but it's also a necessity. So I think for some people that are impact driven, um, if they keep holding on to this belief that like Wally was saying that money is bad, that money is evil and not looking at it, what it is, it's just a resource and a tool to help you thus have impact that you need. 
<clears throat> and I'm, I'm, I truly believe that you have to be selfish first to be selfless later. Yes. Yep. One, one I agree with that. Yeah. Like, you gotta help true. yourself before you can help other people. Yeah. Um, I think, I think another thing that, that I think is important is, is that, uh, you know, okay. The, the, your money belief, right. Meaning, you know, you, you yourself like gotta believe that money is, is neutral at least. Right. You don't have to say it's good. I don't, I'm not telling anybody to say that money is good. I'm saying that think of it as neutral. Like, you know, money goes to good people and bad people equally. It's just about the value that, that you provide, right? Those drug dealers that make shit tons of money, right? Now, maybe you would agree, you know, the ethics right there, you know, a little questionable, but they still make money, right? So it's not, it's not about good or bad. It's, it's a very, it's a neutral item. It goes to everybody. Uh, the second thing is, is you got to have a reason to have it, Right. Like nobody, like you're not going to make shit tons of money because, because you, because you're just like, I just want to make shit tons of money. Like you've got to have a reason and purpose for that money. And that's, what's going to bring it. Like, that's what, that's how you're going to have the motivation and drive to be able to one produce it. But then two, you're going to be able to attract it to you. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cause I, cause I think of it like this where it's like, okay, well like, okay, if you're going to, if you want to be a, a billionaire, right. Great. Well, why do you want to be a billionaire? Like what's like, what are you going to do with the money? Are you, well, what are you gonna do with it, right? Is it is it selfish? Are you trying to provide for your family? Are you trying to you know create a like a legacy? You know, break old chains, right? Like, what's what are you gonna do with the money? What's what's important? Are you gonna take care of people? Are you gonna put people through college, right? I think yeah, about my dad. No, go ahead. Um, yeah, no, so I think about my dad, and I'll actually I'll let you talk about dad because you you definitely have more of a uh, like a like a one to one conversation with him yeah. that as well. Yeah, to give people context, Wally and I are actually brothers, so it's our dad. Yeah, <laughs> is what he's saying. So, no, yeah. go ahead. I don't... Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. So now I was just saying, like that, right? You know, the reason that that dad was so successful because he needed the money, right? You know, we we had my mom had ten brothers and sisters, so we have a huge family, right? Gigantic, and so like each one of those individuals, like they they had needs, right? You know, they needed to go to school, pharmacy school. We have a pharmacist. We have a doctor. We have we have a lot of different people in our family, and so it's like it's like because of that like he needed to provide, like that was why he was able to produce so much income and have some success. Right. Um, yeah. To, to actually, to pivot just a second here to talk about impact. Um, this one thing, you know, cause our dad was providing for our family's sake, right. That's a, an actual like selfish thing. Cause he came over from, uh, from Vietnam over to the U S and stuff like that. To, to, to use another celebrity essentially that had like this type of mindset, as far as like how money is used is uh, money. Is, Think of money like energy, right? Whether it's good or bad, you're still going to use it to produce the result that you want. The crocodile hunter, Steve Irwin, right? I don't know if anyone really remembers him and uh, how he like tried to change the world, but his only goal in life was to create an animal sanctuary, right? For all these animals to like live in, stuff like that. And there was an interview that he was doing where he said, it doesn't matter where the money comes from, good or bad, I know what I'm going to do with it. Right. And so money is just a tool and just energy itself, because he knows that he wanted to provide that type of thing. Now, the thing that he was selling was showmanship. He was selling brands, products and stuff like that from all these companies for for zoos and things to do. And he would go on and do interviews, get on TV shows, networks and do brand deals. Right. Didn't matter what the brand did. He knew where he was doing with the money. Right. They donated to him, whatever. Um, to kind of to Wally's point too, going back to our family dynamic, you know, uh, when my dad came, when our dad came over here to the U.S., he didn't have anything. Um, after the Vietnam War, uh, he was he didn't graduate high school, and so he had to learn how to like read and write through 
certain avenues um, during the day and night, but jumping from village to village. And so when he came over here after the war, he actually had to learn an entire different language. And then shortly after like working in a space uh, in, in America, he met my mom. She met, met her mom at a bank. He's cashing a check. Like, that's the woman I want to marry. Right. And then after that, they had a child. So from 1975 to 1979, they ended up having two kids. And my dad had to really dig in deep and provide learning a whole new language, learning business, learning entrepreneurship, being super selfish because of the family that he had to provide for. Right. And then not only that, just to Wally see, we had 10, 10, 13 aunts and uncles. We got a big ass family and they're doctors. They got pharmacists. We have uh, different types of educators. We have a couple of entrepreneurs too, but nowhere to the near like mindset of saying like, I want to provide and take care for the people that I really love and care for, whether it is just the little people, right? You still need the money. Like money is just energy that you're just, you're just going to use to whatever you got to do. Right. And so, and, and a lot of times too, when people think about making a lot of money, they think about, they got to make it in a short time. Right. Me and Dylan talking earlier right now that, you know, people, I believe to me, I believe people have this belief about time, like always not having enough time or it's like it's like their enemy. Right. Like I'm just fighting against time all the time. Like there's not enough hours on the day to do it. But when in reality, time should be your best friend. Right. Now you hang out with it all the time. So you just got to think about where you spend your time and energy with people. That way you can maximize the type of like profits that you'll get. So then you eventually buy your time back because you have so much money to just do whatever. Yep, for sure. And it's just, and, and, and again, that's just one switch of, of a belief. Like think about that, yeah, right? Yeah. If, if one person just believes that, okay, crap, you know, time's my enemy. It's always running out, blah, blah, blah. And then one person's like, oh, well, time's my best friend. How they think and how they operate with that belief is going to completely change and shape their character and their actions. And it just takes that one minute thing which is why I think this is such a great topic for people who are really impact driven to understand. And I'll, I want to, and there's a second layer to this. I think that people, that people don't understand as well, <clears throat> not just the money factor of like, okay, well I'm charging, maybe they feel unethical because like, you know, they're, they're over. That's what I hear from a lot of people too. Well, I can't, you know, some people are already broke and blah, blah, blah. I can't, I can't overcharge. If I overcharge, then I'm, you know, I'm a horrible person and, and this and that I'm not going to have impact, but <clears throat> in reality, let, let's use, let's use, um, I don't know, copy as an example, right? You're both copywriters, right? If we were to help, if you could, if you could teach concept of copy to help, to help and, and then the impact that, let, let's say all three of us said, well, we want to have an impact and help um, as many people make $10,000 as humanly possible. That's the impact I want to have on the world, right? <clears throat> if Wally goes out and has 100 people, finds 100 people very quickly, and he helps them off for free, Fung goes out and has a hundred people and he helps them all for a thousand dollars. Right. Um, and I go out and find a hundred people and let's say I sell it for $5,000. Right. You know, obviously the impact on is minimal 10 K. So it's only double, but, but just stay with me <clears throat> now for me to do that, because obviously finding a hundred people to, that can afford $5,000, my timeline is going to be longer. Right. Which kind of goes to, to the point of what Fung said, right. Time at that point, for what Wally's doing, okay, I'm going to help 100 people. Now, Wally being free is probably going to be able to do it, find 100 people very quickly, right? Oh, yes, yes, Wally, absolutely. Like, teach me, help me with copy, right? Fung, he's going to deal with more resistance, 
right? Because they have to pay him a thousand dollars. He has to go and get his messaging out and have them pay a thousand dollars, right? Now, me, it's going to take way longer because it's finding people that's five thousand. But here's the interesting thing that people don't think about: out of the hundred people, if my goal is impact, the goal is for them to actually get results. Between these three examples, we'll go Wally first. Out of the hundred people that Wally teaches it for free, realistically, how many people out of the hundred are actually going to get results? Statistically speaking, barely. Like 2%. Maybe. And, and just 2%. to piggyback on that, like if Paul is giving people free and nobody actually knows what he did, like what he's been doing, like if Wally has that free time, like most people aren't going to take that action either. For sure. But, th but that's the conundrum is of the, that, that people don't think about is like we think mm -hmm. that we're doing a service and have an impact by like, you know, and, and, and now and finding 100 people, Wally's going to be burnt out. He's going to be fucking drained. Let's be honest. But like, he's going to feel good inside. And even while he's frustrated and drained, being like, okay, well, somebody has to help these people. Somebody has to help these people, right? I, I'm, I want to have an impact. If I could just get it out there and help these individuals. So now while he serves hundred people, like he said, probably less than 2%, right? So now he's fucking drained, burnt out, not making any money at all. So now, now, now that he's like so mentally drained and stuff, like he, uh, you know, how's he going to help serve anyone from there? Right now, because Fong's charging a thousand people, his the likelihood of success is going to be higher because they're taking it more seriously. But but the person who charges more now, if it takes me significantly longer, and I'm charging five thousand dollars, but between all of us, you know, seventy five percent of them actually go and get results. Right, then that mean, who who had a bigger impact? I did. Right, like I mean, now I'm not burnt out. I'm happy. It took me longer. Yes, I'll give you that. But now I have money to, that I can now go and do good with to go out and get 100 more or, or more. But if the goal, if truly the goal, what I want people to understand is impact of actually getting results, not, not promising, like actually caring about the human being, getting the results you're promising. I truly believe that you are doing them a disservice by not charging enough because we all know from this example that by working with them for free, you're failing them. So why in the hell would you want to burn out, use all this time, energy, and effort knowing knowing they're still not going to get results, but yet you still do it. That is my issue with the whole impact mindset thing of people who want to go out and think they're having an impact when in reality, they're not. Yeah. And I think, I think that, and also there's, there's like ebbs and flows with it. Right. Because, because the, the flip side of that is like, well, let's, let's just use copywriters. Right. I know a very, I know a copywriter that does very well, like monetarily speaking. Uh, you know, sells, he just sold a package to a, a company here very recently for like $30,000 for three months, right? It's like 10K a month for his consulting services. And he's a copywriter and, and dude, he's, he's crushing it financially speaking. Right. But, but the problem is, is that he feels unfulfilled, right. Or he feels kind of empty or shallow. Right. And it's because even though he's having, like he's making great money and, and servicing the people, like these great clients, he's not having the impact that he wants on like a, like a wide level, if that makes sense. So, so, and then that's the, that's the new conundrum, right? Well, now you're making all this money and it's like, well, if you're making all this money that like you are, you are going to get results, you are going to impact the people you're helping. But now if you want to continue that impact, it's about how you then distribute your time and freedom now that you have all this money. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Doing good with it, taking it and, and obviously being able to um, monetize further and go and get a, a wider audience for sure. Yeah, get a wider audience or even or even like, you know, become a community member. Right. I think I think some people like like don't put the value of 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 investing into your community. Right. Or meaning or becoming 
somebody who supports local businesses or like supports the different yeah. entrepreneurs and freelancers and different people that are around, uh, if that makes sense. And, and, and building a community of people that love you and, and you know, they talk about all the good things about you and they, you know, they tell you about how impactful they've been in, you've been in their life and their business and different things like that. Um, it's different when it's all online, but if it's like here, like next to you, it's a lot, it's a lot more fulfilling, if that makes sense. Um, and I think that a lot of people lack that part of it right now, where it's like that in-person yeah. connection to their community. Like, like they can walk down the street and then you know, everybody's like, dude, like that guy helped me out so much, you know, so-and-so they can, they can talk about you. Um, and I think about that, like my, like from, from our dad. Right. And, and our dad is like that, you know, we, we go to any business in my hometown uh, that has been around for, for at least 10 years. Like they're like, Oh, Mr. Lynn John. Oh, these are sons. Like, you know, whatever, like they all, they all know him. And, and, and it's like that. Right. And I think that that's the, that's really some of the impact level that people want, right. They want that local celebrity status. They want that. Like everybody knows them. They know their family, they greet them, you know, like, I think if you guys have seen this movie called it man uh there, there's a scene in it man that i love so much where it's like not like so donnie in plays it man he just like beat up this like random uh like like foreigner guy they came in and like everybody in the freaking town loves him like he's like walking down the street with his wife and kids and like this guy comes out that like sells vases and he's like hey like you know what i like you you know i would i would love it if my vase like the best vase that i have in my shop could be in your house right and, and like that, that's the kind of impact level that, that I, I kind of like am attracted to, right? More, more than just like, okay, I helped a bunch of people, but like, but like I helped a bunch of people in such an impactful way that they would, would love to just like give me something, you know, like, look, I just want to, like, I appreciate you so much that I want to give you a piece of art or I want to give you, you know what I mean? Like that's, yeah. that's what I want. Yeah. And that happens too with, uh, you know, you see that with a lot of uh, celebrities, wealthy individuals, it, it's kind of like, they get fame and they get fortune, but then, but because of the impact that they're having, they don't even have to pay for a lot of things, right? You know, they get invited yeah, yeah. to like stuff they can just show up to, or they get like, you know, meals comps when they go out and stuff, even though they can obviously afford it, right? But because of the impact that they're having, even with all the wealth and all the fame, it's just the fact that they're, they're doing such a great service that people want to still reciprocate uh, in any way they can, which of course is, is, is what it's all about. Now, <clears throat> I like one thing that uh, the example that Fung brought up earlier with uh, Steve Irwin, because I know that's one thing when it comes to kind of like money being good or bad, you know, you see this in movies a lot, right? Whether it's um, uh, an evil person like Hitler or, you know, somebody like doing drugs. And there's always like a story where they want to go like help out a family member and the family member knows they're doing like something bad and that's how they're earning the money. And then the family member is like, I don't want your blood money. Or I don't want your drug money, right? Like, you know, no, keep that away from me. That's, I know how you got that money, right? <clears throat> which, yep. which really kind of makes me sit and conceptualize of like, if I knew that, really, I, I, I agree. There would kind of be a little bit of, of guilt of accepting it and being like, ah, oh, you know, you know, how many people had to suffer for you to earn this money? But now that, you know, he said the Steve Irwin story, I'm thinking, okay. Well, if I knew, even though I'm like, man, how many people had to suffer to get this money, but I know what I'm going to do with it. And I know I can do good. I'm trying to think, would I accept it? Right. Like, like can, can the, the good of, of knowing that, Hey, this is a tool. It was earned the wrong way, but it's still a tool. Like while I said, as neutral, knowing I'll do good with it. Can I still accept it? Even if it was an extreme, I, I don't know. I'm not in that situation, but it's just, it's interesting concept to think about, you know? 
Oh yeah, for sure. I, I think, you know, it's always come back to like, like how do you want to be known, right? What do you want to be known for? You know, there are times where in life is, life's not perfect, right? At some point in time, everyone's had to do some sort of thing in their life that they're not exactly proud of, right? And it's about being vulnerable and honest going like, I, I talked about this with an individual today, or not today, uh, last week about just this, these three concepts of like human nature of saying, um, I fucked up. Like whatever the situation is, is like, I might've fucked up. I don't know how I can come back from this and I need help, right? By saying those three things and in a situation where, you know, something's kind of a little shaky, kind of like put your character at, you know, at risk or whatever. and that allow that invites a different type of conversation and allows you to be honest and vulnerable with people, right? And what people are really appreciate more than anything else when it comes to like mm-hmm. when you're trying to provide impact is honesty, like and being transparent, right? If you're really trying to do that, like, well, I had I had to do this in order to make my business successful in certain instances, right? Like, what are they gonna do, right? Like now you've helped more people and stuff like that, but at the same time, like you're like, well, you don't have to do that. That's the whole point why I do this. Yeah. So it's a it's a different dynamic and a different type of like acceptance things for sure. Um, for me, I'm like, you know what? Like, I've had to do some like shady things in, in order to acquire income and do the things that I you know wanted to do in life, right? Like, who hasn't in some in some instance? And if you haven't, like, kudos to you. You know, you like you're living a really good, like straight and narrow life, but like not everybody's life's that way, like that, right? And that's the whole thing. That's why business is unbiased, right? That's why money is not like money is more like energy and a tool because you have to do the thing you want to do, but how you do it is up to you. Well, you have to also decide, is it truly like, do you, for those who are listening, when you say, cause I feel like it's like a kind of putting yourself on a pedestal of like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I care about, I care about impact. I, like people say it, but like, is that truly why you're doing right. it? Right. Like, right. do you really care? Because I, I, so I had two calls actually. It's funny. That was the one call. So I could tell this lady, you know, at the end, like it really hit her hard, right? She's like, you're, you're right. Like I'm, I need to be more selfish and put myself first to be able to go and help people. And like, you know, she, she, she actually started breaking. She broke down and started crying. Like you could tell like she had a breakthrough and uh, you know, it, it served her. So I'm hoping we actually get to work or follow-ups actually today. Uh, I hope, I hope we get to work with her. She's, she's amazing. But another one who I actually didn't pitch, I didn't make an offer to was because I'd asked like what, what drives you. And I kind of gave it as a choice. Like, is this more like impact? She goes, Oh yeah, it's, it's for impact. But then later she's like, Oh, well, I'm comfortable. I'm content. I don't, I don't need or want to make a lot of money. And then, um, but I'm like, I was, which I was confused by because I'm like, but we just had, you know, you just said that, you know, that you need money to make an impact and stuff. Right. I'm like, so what's going on. And then, and then the truth came out. She's like, yeah, I just, I want to put very little minimal effort in each day. Like, she's like, I don't, I don't want to work a lot. I just want to do, you know, maybe three to four hours. I want to travel and blah, blah, blah. So she said that she wants to have an impact, right? Because it's like the more humble approach. But in reality, she's like, no, I just want to chill. She's not impact driven. That's the key, right? So you have to be impact driven and stuff because if you're truly impact driven, you don't care about the energy and effort that's going to be put into it. Like you can't have both. Yep. You cannot have both. And you're right. It's about being honest with yourself, right? Uh, With those intentions and expectations. No, I love that. I think that's a, that's a great point. Cause it's like, it's like, uh, I don't know. I, 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 we live in like, I'm not going to talk shit about people that I know. I'm going to say the area that we live in, 
uh, sometimes yep. uh, is, is there's, there's a lot of people that live here that just like, they, they're like, man, I'm on a mission. I want to change the world. You know, I'm going to do such big things. I'm going to do X, Y, Z, da, 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 da. But exactly what you're saying right there, Dylan, it's like, it's like, but whenever you hang out with them in, in more of like a, like a, you know, behind the scenes context, you find out more things like this, where it's like, you know, in, in public, they're like, oh yeah, I want to do all these big things. But you find out behind the scenes, like, no, actually I just, you know, want to play music and I want to go, you know, I want to go travel and play music for the rest of my life, you know? Like, yeah. Like, like and there's nothing wrong legit. with it. There's no, there's nothing exactly. wrong with cheating on anybody. What I'm yep. saying though, is that, is that like, is that that alignment is going to be what you need to actually create impact. Right. So if you really want to, if you really want to create impact, like you got to be about it, right. You got to be really about it. It's got to be evident in the things that you're doing. And, and you've got to show people that, that you're, that you're there to create impact. Uh, for example, um, you know, me and my brother, we run a, a, a networking event religiously, you know, first of the month, every month, like we just, we hit that, we hit it hard. Right. And we decided, you know, at the very beginning of, of, of this year, that we were going to do it and you know we committed to at least at least two years right so we're going to do it like two years and so so you know we show up on that thing every time without a doubt we start at the same time whatever and like people know it's going to be there now right now yep. let's say let, let's take the same context right let's say you you you're like oh man i'm gonna i'm gonna impact the world i'm gonna create this group and gather all these people around right and then you know let's say you do a couple meetings you get you have a little bit of success and then like I said you decide next month that you know you're going to go on a vacation for a month right because because you're because you're tired and you are you're burnt out or whatever you need you need a space from work and then so you leave for a month and you come back now you try to talk to all these people that you know were so hyped up with you that first month and I don't I guarantee that those people will not be as hyped up or even remotely hyped up to the things you were talking about before why yep. it's cuz you showed them you were a flight risk right they said you said I want to create impact and then you didn't back it up with your actions. And so, so then you just became a fright list and now people don't take you seriously. And so like, that's the game that you play whenever you're always playing this, this like not impact driven, like game, if that makes sense. No, hundred percent. And, and just like, well, I said, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with, um, you know, if you're passionate about music or, or doing whatever it is, that that's fine. It's just don't say that your, you know, your goal and your vision, your mission is to truly have an impact and help all these people ac accomplish this, this, and that, right? Like it's, if you're truly, and that's the whole purpose of this episode, if you're listening to this and you truly down to your core want to have an impact, like you truly want to have an impact and you know, that's what drives you, then these are the things that you're going to want to think about of like, yes, it's going to take time, energy, and effort which is funk said time is your best friend, but, but the effort that's going to be involved into it is going to be high. high. Like, you can't be like, yeah, <clears throat> you can't, you know, I'm, I'm not, you know, I like, I like to have my, like my chill time and stuff. Like I don't have like a, a big vision of, of like, oh, I want to solve world hunger. You know what I mean? Like those that are driven and that want to go after that and stuff, like, you know, they work hard they they hustle every single day. It's everything they think about. It's everything they go for, right? It's big. They can't stop. They have to have a lifetime, like, and depending on the goal of the impact that some people want to have, there are, there are families and they're entrepreneurs who have their, their children of like two, two generations are still continuing the mission because the impact is so big that it just could not be accomplished in one lifetime. So they have to like continuously keep the vision going in their family line to keep the company going, to keep going and having and solving impact because it's just so big. So it's not only their energy, but like their, their, their life's blood's energy of family is going into it to actually have impact, right? That's what impact actually is of caring about the result of one thing. And uh, if that's not you, that's okay. But 
if you're serious about wanting to have an impact, you have to understand you need resources. You need other people's time and energy, right? Because <clears throat> regardless of what you think about people making money is that if I have more money than Wally and Funk combined and I can hire people to double or triple or quadruple the amount of time, effort, energy I'm putting into it, I'm going to have more impact than you because there's only so many hours in a day. Now I have an army of people helping me accomplish this mission, this vision, this goal, and having more impact. And you can look at as money as it's evil and you can look at it as it's bad, but now I'm having an impact and I'm feeding families. Shocker. Yep. <laughs> Double the impact. So now I'm being rewarded, charging more money for a hundred people who are statistically more likely to get the result that I promise. I'm happy because I have this profitability to be able to help and feed the families of my team who's helping me now go out and find 100 more people to where at least hopefully 75 to 80% of them will also get the result. And, and round and round it goes and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And regardless of what you think of those people, they're beating you. Like they're having more impact. And that's not, that's not hypothetical. That's, that's just a fact, you know? So it's definitely something very uh, interesting to, to, to think about, to ponder on and consider. And I don't think a lot of people have thought of it that way. But um, real quick, before we kind of wrap up, what was the, so I know you said you had someone locally that <clears throat> you were having this kind of conversation with. What was the result of that conversation, Wally? Like what, how did that end on? Yeah, good question. Uh, so <clears throat> the result of the conversation was, was essentially, look, I said, I was like, look, man, I, I, I understand that where, where you are, like, meaning like, I understand that this is, you want to service these people and, and this is like your mission passion or whatever. However, in order for you to make money, right? Like you need to charge more money. And, and that's just the reality of the situation. And you have to be okay with upsetting some people so that you can, you know, go for the greater good, right? Like you have, unfortunately, like I, I say this all the time and I make my, like, I call it, make yourself the bad guy, right? And sometimes you got to be the bad guy where you come in or in, and it's in quotes, it's not a real bad guy, but it's, it's bad guy to other people is just because they haven't, um, you know, either a, they haven't experienced this side of you yet, or B, um, you haven't established this boundary yet, right? Um, and if you've never established a boundary before, like two people, and you say, hey, look, like this is my clientele, this is what I want to do, and this is what I want to serve now. Uh, and, and if you haven't established that boundary with people, then you're going to experience friction, right? It's a natural part of the process. And, and you shouldn't be discouraged by it per se, but you should almost expect it. That's what I told him. I was like, you should, you should expect it. You're going for a different market. Of course, they're not going to like this. Like, you know what I mean? They're, you're going to feel that friction as you adjust up. So that was my conversation. Was the, was the message like received and accepted? Like, yeah, hundred oh. percent. You know, it, it was, there was a nice breakthrough. He was like, okay, like that makes sense. And you know, you know, it, it was, it was a good conversation overall. Um, I think that everybody's going to experience that different ways though, you know, in him, you know, the, the good thing is that me and him have a good relationship. So, so he will, he will take that from me and, and, and take it at face point value. Some people, they have to fall in the mud a little bit to like oh, get so yeah to, to get it right so you know you can only do so much <laughs> for sure yep. i i believe that too i was having a conversation about that um with someone uh recently where because 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 a lot of people leverage big names like warren buffett and all them and you know where buffett always says like oh you gotta you know learn from the mistake of others you don't have to make the mistakes and just see what other people do and learn from them i truly believe just from experience that even though that you say that stuff that people have to make the mistake that you're telling them not to do in order to receive the message. Yep. Like truly, I don't, I don't, I think in human nature, I don't believe that people can just like hear something and have these lessons and been like, oh, okay, well that makes, that makes a lot of sense. Maybe to some degree, but depending on what it is, I still think that 
the message is received when you go out and do it. It's kind of like when you tell young people yeah. like, Hey, you, you're not going to be fulfilled. You don't have to go and blow money in a Lamborghini. They're still going to go freaking do it. And then be like, Oh shit, he was right. I'm unfulfilled. I really didn't need this. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, no, I, I think it's hilarious. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, bro. No, it's, it's, it's interesting because it's all about, it just goes back to, to, to like this old saying, right? Like a lot of people talk the talk, don't know how to walk the walk. Right. Like that's, essentially what do you got to do right if that's the life you're trying to live and make impact right you gotta your actions have to dictate that and then you have to understand that the energy level that you have to output is going to be really high you know you like if you want to go do that right but to, to kind of interesting point to this too right because when i left my corporate life um i also like thought i was going to impact the world until i got a mentor last year and he fucked my world up <laughs> <laughs> So like I, coming out from the corporate space, I wanted to hire a bunch of my friends. It seems like that employ them and stuff like that. I was like, oh yeah, I can help all my friends like make money or whatever and build like this nice like conglomerate type thing. And then my mentor was like, do you really? <laughs> like, is that, is that really what you want to do? He goes, I have a team of four people like, and they make all my decisions and like, I'm good. I was like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> I was like, interesting, interesting, sir. You make a very valid point. Maybe I don't want to help a lot of people like that. <laughs> and so, yeah, so that that's kind of like the similar scenario, like in a personal point of view of like, I thought I wanted to like create this ecosystem for like a, a bunch of people when we're in reality and employ a bunch of my friends and we create this cool thing together, right? Reality, that's just not, that's just not what I want and because it's hard to, to accomplish that and it's a lot of emotions and a lot of like people a lot of like hurt feelings that you're gonna have to go through and a lot of like highs and lows sideways shit you're just like i'm like you know what? i'm not good i don't want to deal with that i rather really would just like have a core group of people like a nice tight-knit community to like work through and we build something really cool like but like only a small bit of us right so yeah i like that because it, it, it kind of falls in line with wally's talking about of um being the bad guy for the greater good like even if it's like temporarily, because you kind of see that in movies, right? Where the hero knows that the person they love is at risk or will be like their weakness. And they have to like say something like super hurtful, you know, and, you know, and then you kind of feel that like knife, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he said that to her. Or I can't believe she said that to him. And it's okay. just to protect them, to make them go away and leave because they know their life's on the line. So they're like, I have to be a bad guy, <laughs> push them away in order to protect them for the greater good, you know? And, uh, and, you know, sometimes, you know, to Wally's point, if, you know, even in business and even in life, if you're mission and dri driven to, to have an impact for greater good, there's going to be cases where you're going to have to accept the fact that public perception will be bad, right? That there's gonna be negative yep. connotation to what you're doing and stuff and, 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 and just swallow that pill, that pride and understand that this is part of the journey to accomplish their greater good. And it's a necessity and it has to happen. Uh, so with that, um, I think that's a, that's a good, amazing wrapping point. Um, so key takeaways, if you've been listening to the episode, uh, if you're, if you're serious about impact and mission driven, then, uh, you know, number one, it is, if you are truly, truly, let me elaborate, like truly serious about being mission impact driven, like having an impact on the world or this, this big grand vision of a large population, whatever it may be, uh, the number one is your duty and obligation to, uh, be selfish first so that you can put yourself at a higher uh, income class level to have the financial resources to go out and help serve other people, right? You can't do it in reverse order. You can't be selfless, right? 
and then have a, a, a bag. You must be selfish first, right? Kind of like on the airplane, the airplane story, right? When the thing falls down and you, your children's at risk, if you don't put the mask on yourself first, your child will die, right? You, you go to save them and you pass out and you screw up. Now you're both dead. So it, it doesn't serve anyone. So you got to be selfish first. <clears throat> and then uh, number two, if you actually care money aside, like whether you care about the finances or not, or whether you care about being wealthy, or you care about having the money and the resources. If you actually care about them getting results, it is your moral obligation to charge them money just so that they will be held accountable and take it serious enough to go and get the results. Otherwise, what's the point? Why go and help them if you know they're not going to go and execute? But in the back of your mind, if you know, and you agree with the example we said that, wait, if I charge them more money, they're statistically more likely to get results. And if you actually care about their well-being, then you should charge them more money so that they get more results, <laughs> right? So those are kind of like the biggest takeaways of, of today. And so I hope this was valuable to everyone that is tuning in. As always, uh, Fung and Wally, thank you guys for uh, putting in uh, your time to show up to the show and give these uh, amazing gold nuggets for those in the audience. If you guys have been tuning in and um, uh, watching on, on YouTube or listening on uh, Spotify or Apple, uh, wherever you're coming from, right? If it's on YouTube, make sure you guys give a thumbs up on the video. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Um, if you're listening on audio, please go and uh, you know share with a friend. Let people know about the Knowledge Boner experience. Uh, share the show with uh, those you think would get value from it. Please, you know, leave us a five star review just so we can help with the the rankings of it. We'd greatly appreciate it. That's really all we ask for. We don't we don't monetize the channel or anything like that at all. Um, probably could if you guys want to send some donations our way <laughs> so that we can have more boner impact. That'd be great. I'll take your money. <laughs> especially after this, especially after this episode talking about impact, I'll, I'll take the money. <laughs> um, but thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll catch you guys on the next episode of the knowledge boner experience. See you guys. 